you saw the tweet from Antonio Brown, right? No. I really should follow him, shouldn't I? Oh. How do you post that? And then you saw what he did this past weekend, right? Public pool? Yeah. He... Uh, guy smuggled in a tennis racket, it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Fantasy Giant Podcast. I am your host, the biggest Joe you know. Riding along with me is El Scorcho, my best friend Greg. How you doing today, bud? I'm I'm treating my fourth degree burns from last week. It was, it was rough. It was real rough. Yeah, not a uh, fun fantasy weekend for me either. I played the highest scoring team in two of my five leagues or six leagues. It's uh, so so half. Yeah, it's not fun. No, but it's uh, not fun at all. I got a couple wins. Got my first loss, but there's something. Well, fantasy football is very tough. Something else that's even tougher. Fantasy baseball. Oh. Long season. 162 games. Too long. And did you know that we play fantasy for all 162? We don't stop on Sunday. We play through Wednesday. The season ends today, October 5th. The fantasy year goes through October 5th. So, Donnie. So, Ryan. You are hooting and hollering and celebrating early on Sunday when you had that big lead and you thought the season was over. Little did you know, quantity over quality had five more starts up their sleeve Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. They're long sleeves, boys. And we got it done. Yes. It's been a rough, rough couple of years for quantity over, quantity over quality. A couple second place finishes, but not this year, Greg. Oh, no. Quantity over quality is the champion of the BWO Fantasy Baseball League. Congratulations to us. Yeah, for real. What a wild ride. Fantasy baseball. I don't know. I think a lot of people who listen to this, a couple are in the league, so it's worth talking about. But you joined the Quantity Over Quality staff, uh, I believe it was four years ago. Yeah, I've mainly been a a draft consultant. Yeah, silent partner maybe. (laughs) Right, yeah. Well, you were really into it when we when you first joined. Yes. It was definitely 50-50 split. You were all in. And I slowly backed away. Yeah, then the next year, I remember Samantha was pregnant, and I'm like, Greg, I just really need your help this one week. Like, we're about to have the baby. I don't mm-hmm. want to think about fantasy. You got it. And I think you put up, I mean, no offense, but I think it was the worst oh, score ever it in the history terrible. of fantasy. I don't think we broke 100. No, we didn't. No. And then, like, luckily, we came back the last week of the year and got the division anyway, and then... The next year, you you came and drafted with me, I think, mm-hmm. or maybe we did it virtual. And then Threat the year after some, that, uh, nuggets of truth. Yeah, the year after that, I believe you just told me get Vlad. That's it. That's all you texted me. I said, Greg, the draft Sunday. You want to help me? Get Vlad. That's all you cared about. Yep. It worked. It did. He was awesome last year for us. <laughs> this year, uh, I'm not sure you knew when the draft was or if we even talked about it. Or you, you know, it it didn't it didn't matter, but because my information was not needed. I, I knew that you had this team on your very large back, Oof. and you carried it on your own to a championship. Congratulations. Yeah, it's quantity uh, over quality. I still don't believe it. There is games still going on, but with a 23 point lead at 707 and just a couple of games left to finish, most of his guys are uh, in the bottom of the eighth or, or finished. So 
We should be okay. I'm I'm taking it. We're gonna we're we got a 23 point lead. I'm calling the championship now. So you know, interesting enough this year. Last year we fell short. Our team was by far the greatest fantasy baseball team ever assembled. Shohei Otani, Vlad Guerrero, uh, Ronald Acuna, Bryce Harper, Pete Alonso. You have those five Damn. guys in the lineup. Our team was the best ever. Fell short. This year, our team was nowhere near as good. I did not have high expectations. Through the regular season, they award weekly high points, just like we do in football. 10 of 12 teams won a weekly high points, at oh, least one. That's a nice mix. How, how, how many did we get? None. Oh. We did not win a dollar. Tied for the division, but they got us on points, so we did not win the division. We did not get a dollar. Hmm. It was uh, not our best team, but it was our most resilient. This team never gave up. Holy shit, the roller coaster that these past two and a half weeks have been in the finals. And the two weeks before that, up 15, down 60. Up 5, down 40. It was just always down, always fighting back. Sunday, Kane and Gandani were texting Tom, this is BS, the season should be over, we always end on a Sunday. Tom's like, well, boys, welcome to the championship. We play through the end of the year. So, <laughs> And then they realized that, I knew we played to the end of the year because when you look on the schedule, it said October 5th. So I made sure I had guys who had guaranteed two starts that there last you week. Go. That's why it's quantity over quality. And uh, this week, the guys got it done. Today was stressful. All the games started at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I did not like that. Uh, it was. Uh, I was trying to watch it work the last hour. Then, uh, of course, we had the Seattle pitcher going against the Tigers, so I was rooting against the Tigers. I'm like, I need you to lose one game all year. You've lost hundreds. Just lose one today, and I think the Tigers ended up winning. But uh, when my pitcher left the game, the score was tied. So we got it done. Score right now: five hundred three, four eighty. Quantity over quality. Your BWO fantasy baseball champs, and it's a grind. Yeah. That, and that that's the part of it that I don't enjoy. Yes. It's a lot of players, and it's a long season. Yeah, and trying to keep up with it, I mean, especially the way I've done it, where I don't care who you are, but if you got two starts, you're worth my team. And just trying to, you know, the hardest part is trying to realize who are the good and bad teams each year, especially when the Tigers aren't good and you don't watch. It's, yeah, it's tougher. Know, exactly. Like, oh, Seattle sucks, right? No, they're a 91 team. Yeah, like, they're, they're good. in the playoffs. Exactly. But – we got it done. Finally over the hump. I had two second places, or I should say we had two second places. And you had a first place. And now we got a first place. So, whew, it's, uh, it feels good. Man, I feel like I was holding you back. No, we're, we're okay. But to everyone in this fantasy football league that I'm in, just realize now that fantasy football has started. Baseball season's over. Until now, I was just running on cruise control. I barely made any waiver moves. Now that baseball's over, I can focus on football. Hey, maybe we should go on a fantasy football team together. What do you think about that? Don't we already? No? Uh, not really. No, uh, I guess we did Valenny's League a couple years ago, right? Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Been a while. All right. Uh, NFL news, because this is a fantasy football podcast. We're almost 10 minutes in and we've talked about baseball. That's okay. I'm the champion. Javante Williams. Sorry, Corpy and whoever else owns him. He's done for the year. Uh, everyone was bitching about the 50-50 timeshare the first four weeks. Well, uh, worked out for me yeah yeah you were able to move gordon we'll talk about that in a little bit a lot of players missed last week oh my goodness it was uh injury report was riddled with stud players and this week we already know we're gonna miss the 101 jonathan taylor has been ruled out already so plan ahead uh, i'm sure someone's gonna grab naheem hines if they didn't already i 
Shouldn't have dropped him last week. I had him. You were close. I had him in Dynasty, and then were, I dropped him. You were so close. Yeah, who did I pick up? Probably some scrub. Yeah. And Tom Brady's getting a divorce. Aw. Yeah, that's... Uh, never, I never like to hear that. No, I'm not sure if it's news or we should even talk about it, but... Uh, it's it's there. Yeah, I got this weird feeling maybe he'll just live at the stadium now or live at the training facility and... He's never going to leave the NFL. <laughs> he has no reason to. Right. All right, let's jump into our quick three. Number one college game day i know that's how you spend your saturdays they are going to kansas this week which leaves seven power five schools that have yet to host game day seven power five do you have the list i do do you want to guess any yeah let's go with boston college incorrect cal correct arizona incorrect uh duke got it Vanderbilt? Incorrect. Uh, we also, we'll just, for time. I'm out, yeah. Illinois. Aw, okay. Maryland. Ooh. Rutgers. Wow, I did not think there'd be that many Big Ten teams. Yeah, three teams. Syracuse, which I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah. They've been pretty good in years past. And Virginia. Yeah, okay. Tweet number two. Saquon Barkley's 86 points is the lowest for the overall RB1 through four weeks since 1997 when Curtis Martin had 84.7. Wow. A long time ago. But that really just shows you there is no workhorse backs anymore. There's a Everyone's running back by committee. It's a rough two. year to go RB heavy. We're going to see next year, I can call it now, at least four wide receivers in the first round. And probably Mahomes and Allen. In the first? Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be that kind of draft. And number three on the Manning cast this week, this was interesting. John Hamm, they had him on there, and he mentioned he's in a league with 13 teams. And every year on draft day, the winner of the league from the previous season gets to ban one team for that year. Could you imagine if we did that in the Legacy League or any of the leagues? That would be rough. We all show up to draft day, and then one person's like, you know, this year, Steve would be just like, oh, sorry, Dave, go home. Wow. Thanks for coming. Turn around and go home. You're I mean, not playing this year. Man, that would that would, that would hurt. Yeah. That, that would hurt a lot. For real. Like, like I, I don't know. That seems like a pretty quick way to kill a league. Like, why did that start? They just had 13 guys and could not figure out what to yeah. do. It was like, oh, we'll ban someone. Yeah, exactly. And it must yeah. be 13 guys who really want to do it. Yeah. I'm not sure I'd like it because I don't think I would. The way you assholes are, I'd be banned oh, you'd be gone every, every other year. year. Yeah, every, every year. year. And I'd be like, well, then you don't have a league because I'm your damn commissioner. Oh, you're so. the previous champion. You're gone. Yeah. Good luck. And uh, now time for our off topic. I know it's everyone's favorite rave reviews from last week's segment, so we might as well talk about it again. And there was drama in poker. I think we talked about this. Uh, this lady had Jack for offsuit. Not and, a good hand. And she called go- against a guy who had a, a straight flush draw. And she ended up winning. Huge controversy. Did she cheat? She Her story, she didn't even know her cards. The way she was talking, she got flustered. And then she ended up paying the guy back. What? So everyone was like, well, she must be cheating. If you're going to oh pay the gosh. guy back, you must be cheating. Yeah, no, you won. You keep that money. Exactly. But even worse than that, there was a bigger scandal in sports this week. Is it really sports? Yeah, competition. Okay. There was a bigger scandal in competitions this week. As a pro fisherman was found stuffing his fish with metal weights and fillets, fish fillets. 
So they oh, cut so, open so. the fish. And it had a fillet of fish inside? And it had salmon fillets in there. <laughs> and metal weights. Little round metal weights. Oh my gosh. And I don't know enough about fishing to even look it up or tell you the guy's name, but I know he had won many times before. Of course he did. Unbelievable the way these people cheat. I mean, I get it. Cheat to win. If you're not cheating, you're not trying, but you don't think they're going to cut open your fish or how long How yeah. long have they gone without cutting open his fish, I guess is the question. Oh, he ate a lemon garlic salmon filet before he was <laughs> yes. caught. Really? Yes. <laughs> really, guys? Cut open Corpy's fish and hey, a double filet of fish. <laughs> All right, now let's jump over to the Legacy League. Here are your scores from this past weekend. The Hertz Locker squeaks one pass. This is the year 98.2 to 92.4 as Dave gets the victory. The Fantasy Behemoth double stuffed waste management 106 to 62 as he takes down Ryan. I Love Lamb beats the defending champ 110 to 92. As Lynette picks up the victory thanks to a huge game by Hawkinson. Chasing Greatness if finally found the win column. He's 1-3 with a 20-point victory over the Bengal Kings who are 0-4. Greg beats Stortz. Just keep going. We'll just keep going. And a close one, a heartbreaker over here. Oh, God. A Sean's hair, 110.4 to El Scorcho's 109.5. Kyle's now 4-0, and this is his second victory this year by less than three points. So that's, that's not the part that hurts. The part that hurts is I was going back and forth on which running back to throw in my last position. And I went with Melvin Gordon, who scored negative 1.2 points. Oh, my God. And that is why I lost. If I had not played Melvin Gordon, I would have won. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you only had, uh, was it RB1, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, sitting yeah. on the bench uh, well, you, with I, 22 points? At the time, I was, I was looking at the matchups, right? And I said, oh, Las Vegas for, you know, Melvin Gordon or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire at Tampa. And I was thinking, well, you know, I think the safer play here is Melvin Gordon. And that's what I went with. And it did not work. Did not work at all. Yeah, he had three running backs on the bench get double digits. Yeah, yeah, it was it was not a good week for picking starters. Oh yeah, yeah. Rough, rough season. And so I far still for only lost by less than one point. That's how good my team is. That's uh <sighs> it's heartbreaking. Yeah, no wonder you were just like angrily answering my text oh, Monday was, during was, football. I, oh, those were the I, angriest texts I, I have you, sent in a long time. Yes, I sent you a fair trade, I thought. It was. And it, then it was. you sent me back, here's a pile of garbage, Yes. give me your house. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Do you think that's fair? Yeah. And then oh. about three minutes later, I was like, man, that was, that was really mean. <laughs> I better text him back. Hey, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and one more score to get to, our weekly high point winner. Well, he did it against me. Kedzo gets it done. The Washington Redskins, 145 to 112. I'm the second highest scorer of the week, but I get the loss. So a lot of pain between both of us. Yeah. This podcast is hurting. It is. It is. But I I had a great start by Gino, and if anyone wants Jamal Williams, he scored 24 points. He's for sale. Just send me a trade. I'll probably accept. Tyler Algier. (laughs) Yeah, no, a a real trade. Uh, And Daryl Henderson. Now, Bukedzo gets 145, Penny puts up 28, Jefferson adds 26, Evans adds 26. And the funny thing is, uh, Kedzo actually outscored his week two and week three scores 
combined. Wow. So uh boomer bus roster going on here, huh? Yeah, and he really boomed when he was playing against me. They just uh, happened to show up. The game of the week, though, I mean, obviously it's yours. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh, and you're on the wrong side of it. Congrats, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Close game. He gets another W. Murray put in 25. Higgins, 22, who probably shouldn't even have played. McCaffrey chipped in 20 for him. Uh, the other game of the week, real close game between the Hertz locker and this is the year. Jeff gets the loss, goes to 2-2. Two two. Dave is 3-1. and one. His 49ers defense led the way with 21 points for the Hertz locker. Kelsey chipped in 20. Meanwhile, uh, Lamar Jackson seemed to have his worst game of the year. He only got 14 points, but Austin Eckler found the end zone. Hey, it's good to see him back to form. Yeah, he looked like a stud running back again. Uh, my biggest takeaway, though, if you look at the standings right now, and you search by points four. There's a team with 364 points, which puts them at fourth to last. Yeah. But they're technically in second place overall. The three and one record could easily be four and zero, oh, and that's Dave. Man, this is not the teams. Usually, it's the opposite. Usually, Dave's like you, scoring yeah. a ton of points, mm-hmm. taking the loss. Right now, you sit at third overall with points scored. Yeah, there's kind of like the top two, maybe three, if you want to group me in with them, and then there's uh, a larger drop off to everyone else to the fourth highest scoring team yeah i mean you're only 13 points behind jeff who has 460 jeff two and two corpy right there he's three and one and then yeah rough start for you one of three our division's uh tougher than we wanted right it's it's always tougher i tried to tell you don't take me just don't and you did it worked out for me so far that's true Looking at the rest of the standings, like we said, Kyle is still undefeated. And then we have a couple three and one teams: Corpy, Lynette, and Dave. Some two and two teams: myself, Jeff, the Farts, and Kedzo. And then some one and three teams. And Stort's bringing up the rear at zero and four. But when we're looking at the food watch, there is a little room for Stort's because uh, waste management. Ryan, he's got uh, 315 points scored. Meanwhile, Greg McClucky 330. Oh, the five point lead 15 15 point lead yeah oh math's tough it's okay you're having a rough one but you made a trade i did after that uh negative one yeah no wonder you traded melvin yeah, Gordon away yeah. what took you so long i, w- I was trying man real hard <laughs> i i think you had a pretty good deal uh i mean he might be damaged goods but you got chris godwin from melvin gordon and obviously corpy needed a running back losing javante williams one of the pillars of his team so you took advantage of him but We'll see if it works out. Well, you know, they, they signed Latavius Murray um, yesterday, and, and Corpy knew about that before the trade went through. So, you know, full disclosure here. But it's going to take him at least a week or two to earn trust and get carries and learn the offense. Um, so Corpy's got at least two or three weeks of Melvin Gordon getting everything unless he just fumbles three times more than he's been doing right now. I mean, he he's the only guy in town. And Chris Godwin. Mike you, Boone? No, Mike, no, no one for no, Mike no, Boone? No, no, no. Who is he? Mike Boone. He was the guy that you picked up when you didn't get Madison because Cook always gets hurt. So then you get Mike Boone. Uh, and no. then everybody started Mike Boone that one game and he busted. Boone bust. Yeah. Huh, All right. There you go. Boone and bust. But like you said, Godwin, he, he's a little bit of damaged goods, but I like that offense. I like having a piece of that offense. High upside with him every week. So I, why not? You know? Made sense. And I have a ton of running backs, so that doesn't hurt. I got some running backs, too, so if anyone wants to make a trade, hey, send some offers. Josh Jacob just put up 30 points, and I was offering him for pennies two weeks ago. All right, let's move over to the Coast to Coast League. Here are the scores. The Fantasy Giant found another win, 120-96 to over the winless Team Beers. The Chaos Knights took out Sunnyville. Sam Squatch, 154-126. to 
Hawkinson's going undefeated for people this week. In the brother-in-law bowl, the Gnus flexed his muscles with a 128-103 to victory over the 08 Lions. Duncan takes down Trent. Cromarty's Childcare gets a win, 107-81 to to stay perfect at 4-0. And unfortunately for Greg, Team Beers keeps their streak alive, 4-0. As they've won 170 to 129, keeping the El Scorcho dynasty winless. Yeah, third in points scored this week and uh, yeah, still just, couldn't get a win. Anybody but Beers and Nick, and you would have won. Yeah, another rough loss for you, man. No wonder you were so bitter this weekend. I, I did don't you know kick what a I puppy did. or something? Jeez. No, I didn't. I didn't walk under any ladders or break any mirrors. You know, I didn't. I, I'm at a loss because I look at my teams and I go, this is a good team. They're solid players. They're both running back heavy. Well, there's your problem. And we know running backs are scoring lower this year, but it's going to have to change at some point. I, I mean, I can't trade my whole team away. That's not part of my strategy. That's not part of my game. So I'm just going to have to stick with these guys and ride them out. You know, like you said, I'm third in points scored in the one league. In uh, this other league, I believe I'm right in the middle. Yeah, it's sixth. Um, so it, it's not like I'm really shitting the bet all over the place. No, in the Dynasty League, we got 10 teams, two of them 4-0, which is still funny. That's last year's championship, Cromartie's Childcare and Team Beers. And we also have two at 0-4. The Gnus, currently in third place. Their rebuild got sped up. They're 3-1. and Whole bunch of teams there at 2-2. Two and two. And, yeah, like you said, rough start for you, but... It's not like you're going to make any moves. I, I really was hoping to be able to get Christian McCaffrey off you. Yeah, maybe a, maybe another week or two. No, no. It, it, it won't happen. I'd have to give up Najee? No. I mean, we, we would have to talk things out. You know, you can't just go shooting off uh, shooting off offers and stuff like that. We, we need to talk. You need to know what, what I want. It, it's not just about you, Joe. It's, it's about me, too. Gotcha. Well, you want is a victory so you can get That's the right. Out. That's exactly <laughs> it. So uh, good luck to you this weekend. Anything else on the coast to coast? Uh no. Let's go to another league. All right, another league. That hey, you're still alive in this one, and I'm I'm the I'm the butt of the jokes. It's the Chopping Black Guillotine League. Top three scores this week. Once again, we have to mention Mrs. Fink with 108. Dave puts up 109, and so cool. 115. That's a guy we said watch. Wow. We said watch him. He might he might get cut. And then he goes and scores the highest points in the week. But it came down to Monday night football as Dave McClucky was going up against Ricky. And uh, Dave's Dazzling really got it done. Once Debo caught that 57-yard touchdown, there was no yeah. looking back. He was set. Bye-bye, Rick. He started to a... Uh, I mean, the Dolphins shouldn't have started to us, uh, so neither should he. Yeah. When he texted me Sunday and... In the most offensive way I can think of, asked to switch out Tua for Derek Carr. Uh, exactly what I told him. The Dolphins had no business starting him. You had no business starting him. Right. Uh, Devonta Smith, James Robinson, Darren Waller, um, all of them kind of busted. Only Thielen was his player to get ten more than ten points this past week. So not a good showing for Rick. But his players go to waivers and for everyone to bid on. And you kind of cleaned up a bit. Yeah, I, I thought I saw some value there, um, so I put bids in on almost all the players um, that ended up getting cut from Rick's team. Can I ask, you're the kind of guy I would imagine bids on every player, even if it's one or zero. It, you know, if I think that player is better than a player currently on my team, then yes, I will put a one or a zero dollar bid on him. Why not? Yeah. So you got uh, James Robinson, mm -hmm. who you have 
in the uh, Dynasty League. Correct. And then you got G- uh, Chris Godwin, who you just picked up in the Legacy League. So right. a couple of Scorcho favorites there. Uh, you got Godwin for 17. Next closest was 15. So, Ooh. hey, great bid there. Then yeah. five. Uh, Robinson for 18. Next closest bid 10. Then Aww. six. So, yeah, spent up for him, I guess. Yeah, uh, Adam Thielen went for four bucks to Storts. There was another bid for a dollar on him. A surprise, a Cam Akers only went for a dollar. Wow. Josh was able to scoop him up. That's a big play. Nice job. And then I believe Kareem Hunt he went for six bucks to uh, Dave. Uh, the next closest bid was five, and then Ooh, one good bid. Uh, Devonta Smith went for five bucks to Dan. Next closest bid was Josh with one, and then Matt with zero. One thing I will say about Matt, he blew his load way too early. Yep. He has a zero bid offer on every player. Yep. He's, he's saying, you know what? I got to try. Yeah. So you got an uphill battle, Matt. I look forward to meeting you this weekend, but you keep working. Hey, maybe you're going to steal someone. Almost had Cam Akers. Yeah. You know, that would have been nice for him to, to sneak him in. Uh, I do need to say one thing with the chopping block. Oh. Every Monday when I go to adjust the schedule so that the two lowest scores are playing each other, it won't let me do it. I'll try this week to do it on Sunday to see if it lets me, but for whatever reason, when I try on Monday, it's only let me look at the next week. Eh, not a big deal. No, but it just makes it a little bit more fun if uh, if we can do it that way. Yeah. Also, um, somebody asked that it's too hard to figure out who's out and who's still left. So I went through, and any team that was eliminated, I zeroed out their waiver budget. Probably should have been doing this from the start, but now it's zeroed out. So that way, when you can look, you can see. Maybe it's not perfect because, like we said, I think Matt has a dollar left. But yeah. if someone has zero, they're eliminated. I wish it let me go in and change team names for multiple reasons, but one would be just to put the X next to the name, so that way it made it real clear. But I digress. It's just the the way we have to do with it to make a guillotine league work on a league like this or a format like this. No, it's a good change, and it, like you said, it gives us enough visibility that we can figure it out. I mean, in this league, you're not really all that worried about other teams anyway. You know, you're not worried about who you're going up against True. if you need to go for a higher ceiling. You know, just put out the best team you can uh other leagues i'm involved in i took my first loss in the bwo league oh. uh to bill who's beat me i guess in the last like four games it says what the hell every time i play bill he gets it done so that's okay three and one in that league but again shit's just starting now that baseball's over and in my other league i'm zero and four in my idp promo uh, league my, welcome yeah it's uh it's not fun is it no i just like don't even pay attention much now. It's only an eight-person league. Oh, it's league Samantha used to be in. She's not in anymore, so she could care less. It's just like, yeah, I got to do something. I'm probably just going to trade my whole team away and see what happens. There you go. Uh, how's your family league going? Uh, it's going good. I am in first place in that league. Mm, nice. What about Liz? Uh, she is in fourth. Oh. So and sandwiched in between us is my father-in-law and brother-in-law. Nice. All right, time for our weekend watch, letting you know the games that you'll be able to watch uh, on TV this weekend. Starting on Thursday night on Amazon Prime, the Indianapolis Colts travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. Saturday, college football starts at noon on Fox with Michigan. (laughs) Once again, not only that, pregame shows following them. Oh, Big Noon? Yeah, Big Noon or whatever it's called, they're going to be at Indiana as Michigan takes on Indiana. Why are they following Michigan? It's like their third game in a row because all these Michigan games are on Fox at noon. That's annoying. Yes, they're just going along with them. Go somewhere else. For real. Uh, Also at noon on FS1, it was where game day will be. How funny is this? It's on FS1, but game day will be there. Number 17 TCU takes on number 19 Kansas. Also at noon on ESPN, number 8 Tennessee takes on number 25 LSU. 
4 o'clock on ABC. Ohio State takes on Michigan State in East Lansing. Yikes. Saturday night on CBS at 8 o'clock. we got Texas A&M visiting number one Alabama. And I'm just going to get smoked. Sunday in the NFL, wake up early, check those rosters. Once again, we have a London game, 9.30 a.m. as the Giants take on the Packers. Sunday at 1 o'clock on Fox, we will get to see the Lions take on the Panthers. 4 o'clock on CBS, we get the 49ers taking on the Carolina Panthers. Did I say Lions take on the Pats? You did. did. Yeah, the Lions take on the Pats, folks. Let's start that one over again. No, leave it in. This is more fun this way. (laughs) Okay. Oh, but I'm not perfect. These guys are going to know we edit this show. How how dare we? Uh, 425 on Fox. Game of the week. The Cowboys take on the LA Rams. And Sunday night football, we got Cincinnati taking on Baltimore. And the week wraps up on Monday night on ESPN as the Raiders take on the Chiefs. Which game are you looking forward to the most this weekend? Probably the Sunday night game. I'd like to see the Bengals-Ravens. There's two really good offenses going at it, and the Ravens have a terrible defense. Um, So should be a lot of fireworks, should be entertaining to watch, and should be even better for fantasy. So the Ravens are 2-2 this year. Did you know that? Okay. They have trailed for a total of 14 seconds in their two losses. Goddamn defense. Yeah, end of the game, just blow it. Yeah. Well, last week, I don't know if you even remember, uh, if you're watching, they tried to let Singletary score so that they could get the ball back, but one guy on the defense tackled him, all the other guys flip out. and Of uh, course. Yeah, they ended up kicking the game-winning field goal as time expired. All right, each week we try to tell you someone who's going to score in the game and try to win you some money. <laughs> we haven't been doing real great. Uh, last week I told you Jamal Williams at 1 o'clock. Oh, he got it all done. Right. At least you got one. Yeah, that was it. We got one. Yeah. Uh, not good. I did better on my own gambling, but hey, uh, when I try to tell you guys, it doesn't work out. Eh, that's the most important This part. week in the 1 o'clock window, I'm going with Jacksonville Jaguars running back James Robinson. Okay. All right. Nice pick. I, I like it. I like it. And I am going to steal your pick from last week that got you our only win, and I am going with Jamal Williams in the 1 o'clock window. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, you're picking my fantasy guy. I pick yours. Not a problem there. The 4 o'clock window, I'll take one of my own fantasy dynasty players, and that's C.D. Lamb to get it done in the game of the week with Cooper Rush, probably his last start. Oh, and the player I'm going with is one who has been seeing a lot of targets. So many. But he has not gotten a touchdown yet this year. I think this is the week he gets in the end zone. Yes, it is a risk, but I am going with Tyler Higby nice. to get a touchdown this week. I would take that as well. Both those guys are on the Fantasy Giant Legacy League team, so it works. All right, thank you guys for listening to the show. Make sure you tune in on Sunday where you get to hear all the injury updates, and we'll preview a couple games of the week. And remember... We did it. Quantity over quality. It's the champs yet again. Not yet again. First time in that league. What? First time ever fantasy baseball champ in that league. Oh. Yeah, it's uh You already got the spot for the trophy picked out? Do we have a trophy? I don't think there's a trophy. Uh, it's time to get a trophy. You're yeah. the first one to get it. No, Tom's got cool banners that he has that have all his players on it. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just glad to just glad to get the win. That's what it's all about, baby. And we're out.